everyone and welcome to the recommendation game you're listening to the award-winning dublin digital radio uh, congratulations to everybody that actually runs the show behind the scenes and yeah. the, uh, <laughs> great like us, us weirdos that just send in our show every week <laughs> don't even record it live well we technically every recording is live i presume i suppose but edited i suppose uh yes hi uh today we're in not so sunny tipperary in uh our hey friends no, claire's house day. uh yeah we're taking the pod episode. uh we're not just here to record in the house we're here also to record with claire hello claire hi everybody repeat offender as yes. well thank you for joining us no problem you join it's my um, house it made it really easy <laughs> <laughs> i just rolled out of bed literally uh, I this woke is up a like pod- this <laughs> <laughs> this is a podcast where we take turns to pick a movie that the other people haven't seen then we watch them and meet to discuss them as it is oh i'm ricardo deacon by the way i'm orla mcdillis um as like i'm doing this completely backwards today but it's usually what happens with the session <laughs> there's like too much information for him to get in so he gets a bit confused today's film was chosen by yeah i hear that, that that's in the americans <laughs> that song uh today's film though it's was chosen by uh, claire it is god's own country from 2017 uh, which is one of the most recent films that we've done i think yeah i think we've definitely done other 2017 movies but i think this had quite a quick release on yeah like, I think it might have had a simultaneous video-on-demand cinema release, or at least a very uh, close one. So it was on, uh, where I think we probably all... on Netflix pretty yeah. quick. Yeah. Yeah. We probably all watched it on Netflix. Thank, so, you, thank you, Netflix. For being useful <laughs> once. Not as good as Stranger Things. Uh, it is oh, no. directed by Francis Lee. It's produced by Manon Ardison, Anna Duffield, Dermot Scrimshaw, and Jack Tarling. Written by Francis Lee. Starring Josh O'Connor, Alec Sicarano, uh, Ian Hart, and Jama Jones. Music by A Winged Victory for the Sullen. <laughs> so okay. It's apparently like a folky band kind of thing. I'm getting that vibe, yeah. Cin- cinematography by Joshua James Richards. What a name. Yes. Edited by Chris Wyatt. Like Joshua James Richards sounds like a fucking Father John Misty's yeah. bass player or something. <laughs> <laughs> You know, the, you know he's got a good hat collection. And the short synopsis is a young farmer numbs his frustration with drinking and casual sex until a Romanian migrant worker sets him on a new path. <laughs> it's not as bad as the, the Netflix description of it. Oh, like, I love the Netflix description. So it's just like odd. Like. The weird genres that Netflix yeah. creates yeah. as well. It's I'm like, always getting a str- um, something with a strong female lead. You oh, know? Yes. It's like British TV show with a strong female lead. Did this pop in with a strong female lead? I was like, <laughs> not quite. This is my other category of gay movies. Uh, so, you know. Um, well, second gay yeah no i'm gonna talk about that actually um yeah but i i made a list of things that uh, i thought we could uh, open up for discussion so uh, so, uh why did you yeah, pick the yeah. film <laughs> yeah she's seasoned ricardo yeah, yeah. <laughs> she doesn't need your prompt uh yeah <clears throat> so uh, i thought we could talk about uh Gheorghe and the lamb uh Gheorghe wearing shorts and wellies <laughs> Gheorghe's jumper uh Gheorghe eating biscuits <laughs> Um, no, uh, <laughs> I, I, I would be a strong yes in favor of all categories there. Um. A very strong yes group over here. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost, um, uh, so someone's wearing a repeal jumper in the building. Uh. Uh, no, actually, I did. Um, I did think about the fact that I've chosen two gay films uh, in a row. And I hadn't planned to choose this film until I just I saw it one day and I was like, I'm going to do this for the podcast. So, yeah, I was like, that's it. Um, and I did. I read something recently and I couldn't find it again, but it was about just gay love stories just having a, a really strong moment because for mm. the first time there's a bit of money behind them and a bit of variety in what kind of kind of queer cinema can throw at it so and just there's just been some cracking gay love stories out recently Moonlight. yeah i mean mm. obviously there's moonlight there's um call me by your name we did the handmaiden there's mm. you know and the list goes on even mainstream now like love simon 
is like yeah. a teen rom-com you know? like trailers like that. london spy or whatever yeah. is revolving a gay love story that really yeah like oh, a, with yeah. ben wishot oh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I love but like him. it's that kind of thing of uh it's just a thriller and it yeah. just happens to yeah, be yeah. instead yeah. of a bond girl is a bond guy yeah thing. yeah yeah absolutely has anyone um, seen love simon actually i'm curious no, no i haven't no i kind of planned to but again it has it's not out on dvd yet yeah, yeah. Seen love simon mayo <laughs> 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 i did like the original book title which was like versus the homo sapien agenda like simon versus the homo sapien agenda <laughs> <laughs> That's but, way better, but yeah. maybe not for a teen movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think they were going for bland, like, you know. <laughs> kind of, um, yeah, just, a, and I can't remember the last time I saw a great lit straight love story, uh, like, that I loved as much as this film, or even Call Me By Your Name, or Moonlight. So, and I'm trying to, yeah. I, like, I, I'm sure I have, but I, I just can't kind of picture one that I really grabbed me as much as this, or, yeah. or The Handmaiden, or... And lots of films, yeah, like like it's the increased number of just happen to be gay movies, which is great, you know, like mm. it just happened to be a topic of conversation in it. So that was one of the reasons actually I picked it was one of the reasons I was like thought it'd be interesting. Um, also, uh, I had read an article just before I watched this, I think the day before I watched this, and it was in, I watched it in the middle of all of like just after all the Weinstein things, all, all mm. everything coming out all of the time, you know, and it was somebody put up an article and it was talking about the alternative to toxic masculinity being tender masculinity. Mm. And I thought that really played into this film and not just in the main, like, couple, but also in the relationship with the father and kind of thing. And it's something that um, gay movies seem to deal with a lot more than, like, so-called, mm. like, not straight movies. Is that now a genre? Like, you know? Yeah, no. <laughs> well, the only straight movie that I've seen is a straight story directed by David Lynch. <laughs> just what you were saying there about like um, straight romances the only good ones I can think of recently were like um, ones based on period yeah like um, books and stuff like um, or Far different from the generations kind of thing like yeah. Yeah, 45 years yeah, and stuff yeah, like that yeah, yeah. Uh, or, well, or directed the shape by of, a gay director yeah, as well, so we also perhaps. did Weekend which we've done so or The Shape of Water which is <laughs> straight fish love so yeah. I'm not sure that it's kind of queer and it's got its own queer sensibility it's like a like, quite yeah. literal fish out of water story yeah. <laughs> grinding me or as I described it as like um, wasn't it it was like if Free Willy was sexy <laughs> well like uh, that film sold me on the on one of the trailers I had just the description uh, saying the the beast of the black lagoon meets Douglas Sirk and I was like sold, sold. it's like that ad was made for Ricardo but the trailer was so great yeah. like yeah, yeah. proper period piece as well me- melodrama but that's why it's like Michael Shannon Michael Shannon yeah like, yeah uh, yeah yeah well other than that it was just i just really liked the film thought it was really beautifully done and uh really grabbed me caught me at a good time i think as well so yeah so hopefully you at least appreciated watching it let's see orla <laughs> uh yeah i loved it <laughs> <laughs> i mean come on <laughs> um yeah like the, it, it, re- it really is like it's um it is a real it's a very romantic film like in a very like raw like at times raw and also tender and times very brutal way like mm-hmm. and not just in uh in the actual romance itself but in like the care and like the the small very small moments of tenderness from the like from the granny and from the like the dad and everything and um full of like just beautiful moments like that um it's funny though i thought a lot of um i remember um andrea arnold's uh uh what do you call it um Fish. wuthering heights oh. came out and uh I mean, I think it was Mark Rowe talking about how what was so great about that film was that, that it had that real raw, dirty, like grimy, muddy down in in the rushes with the like you know the, the wilds basically the murs everything about the original story like she was really able to capture um, and it's kind of like they share a, quite a similar visual style as well like a lot of like close ups. Um, a lot of like um, detail shots of like the wild, like unforgiving landscape, um, and this I think is is a quite of interesting portrayal of like a farm as well. It's interesting watching it with Eileen because obviously Eileen grew up on a farm, so mm. would know a lot about. And she like did her work experience in a vet and stuff. It's like all the bits with like the lambing and everything. Eileen was just like, "Yep, that's what it's like." You know, just side note. There's a lot of very like um, like. You know, oh yeah, no that that is that is a birthing sheep. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which you're not really prepared for, I don't think, in this film. But yeah, really doesn't shy away from, um, like how not just how alienating that kind of life is, but how just like 
cold and like austere um like even a landscape that can be at times beautiful but you know it, it it's used very effectively here i think as a kind of a backdrop uh, and it feels very very real Francis um, Lee, the the director and the writer, mm. is from that area, and, and I read his, that. His yeah, mother Yorkshire. was like, yeah, he grew up with a bacon sandwich in one hand and like his his hand inside a sheep with the other. Like, you know, <laughs> oh god, what the you kind of tell you know that it's not just uh, he yeah. didn't want to romanticize it. Because, no, you know, no, no, and he doesn't. It's um, it's really, but at the same time, very, very beautiful. Um, it's a real, very textured film, I think. Um, and even in the more like the small amount of urban setting. Of um, like the pub and everything, um, it all feels very like like I've been in that pub. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you, know you know what I mean? Like you can almost see the sticky, Irish the sticky like... carpet on the floor, uh, and even like the old pub landlord and his wife and everything. Like just you know, it's yeah, it's all a lot of this hits very spot on kind of notes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you really, really feel this film. Like it really, like really hit me as I was watching it. Like yeah. uh, just like the just like the, the you really like you like feel very close to these characters I think mm. and as it develops um like the 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 connection really and, but like Jesus Christ I sh- I have never shipped something so hard in my entire fucking <laughs> life like <laughs> I was just watching it just like I'm like oh my god like whenever they like the first time they have sex like outside I was just like I'm not fit um but <laughs> But what's funny is that, like, um, it's not in any way, like, it, it's in a lot of ways very, it's a predictable narrative. Like, you can, you know that he's going to show up. You know that they're going to fall in love. You know that, that these things are going to happen. And then at some point, like, um, you know, the trouble is going to happen where, you know, like. Cause, uh, it's not set in Northern Ireland. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is a good sign for the rest of the episode. Um, but that uh, you know, it's, it's like that. This love can't last, and that that really reminded me of um, of Call Me by Your Name as well, which I think is quite similar as well, because that's a movie devoid of any of like overt homophobia as well. Yeah. That, that in that movie, that the you know, there's no re- the feeling. The of thing being... keeping them apart isn't yeah. society. Yeah, like in this re- one, it, the only thing that like is steer forces racism rather than a yeah homophobia. which is an interesting um like particularly in the in the pub and everything like your man flicking the paint at him oh, uh, didn't you just want to smack him oh, like. jesus and the fact he's like you know that he could have taken him as well yeah. things like oh i love that so much whenever they fight like this is such a physical film like there's so much of like like the like people and like hands and touching and like bodies and like it's really it, it's just really evocative and like you could just you could smell the farm you could like smell the beer you could you know it was really like tactile um but yeah like the 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 past you kind of know sort of what um is going to happen um so you know you kind of sit back and wait for the, the the trouble basically while very much enjoying this incredibly beautiful love story um and like the the teasing out of of the main character that you know like realistically to begin with, quite unsympathetic in a lot of ways, character because he's a prick, but at the same time, <laughs> completely understandable and also feels very real, um, which I think is obviously very important. Um, I did think though that it did struggle a little bit for me at the end, um, like because it was like all I wanted was them to be together at the end, but I didn't think it should have happened. You know what I mean? Like it, it felt. Uh, kind of in the very final third as as everything started to become a little bit too neat just weekend a syndrome little, yes i thought of weekend a lot um and like as i was watching it and like at the very last shot when they walk into the, the thing together it felt as if he was going to wake up af- after dreaming it or something it felt just too it was too perfect and it, too much of a bow over it a little, i don't know do yeah. i agree entirely i think yeah. that it was earned you know that and that he really had to kind of I, I you know like he, <laughs> I mean, okay there's a little bit much with both the mother and the mother granny and the father yeah. kind of in, but just i did think that the the scene with him and the father in the field where he's like you did good in topodic it was like, yeah no that that like they the the change in their relationship and everything and like the examination of the masculinity of the father as well and yeah. like the the loss of his of his like strength and for a man that's not that old either like it's and especially for like a farmer like like typically a profession where you work until you're much older like farmers don't tend to retire let's mm. say so you know, like, you know like trying to slowly but surely pass it on to your son 
and like the idea of that being cut short for a man of that generation and everything and I think that's portrayed very tenderly and like that scene in the bath like really yeah. like I nearly oh, yeah. cried like it's so I know I'm such a freak I nearly cried but anyways you know what I'm like um, <laughs> but uh, like just the, the tenderness of it and the taking of the hand and like the mirroring of him in the hospital and like it's like the longing for for like the 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 um acceptance and pride of your father and you know but never being able to really communicate it like that real british kind of also irish male thing of like being unable to say any of your feelings and even in the comparison like i was talking to some about it that compared to the call me by your name father's son yeah, scene yeah oh and my just god like, yeah i don't think the feeling was any less in that no. one but just the words couldn't he could like yeah. you know it wasn't possible for that man to say that yeah like, the feeling in it was the same of like you know yeah. you did good you're yeah you're here yeah so it's ricardo what did you yeah okay. yeah well i could be a bit of an outlier i did like it but i didn't love it like uh <gasps> It, like there's a lot that uh, there, there is to like that i'll get to it but i think uh first of all uh it's kind of interesting seeing the uh, romanian oscar isaac uh oh my god sex with, nailed it uh, nailed with, uh, it northern english scoot mcnary <laughs> Oh, not as much, not as no, much. But Romanian oh, Oscar, no, like, there are moments that like that's he's just, especially like side shots or whatever. With yeah, the hair. no, no, I'm totally getting um, that. And it's also always great to see the the seldom seen Ian Hart. I actually loved him as an actor. Uh, he's having a particularly strong year, considering that this was shot in the same year as The Terror. Uh, he's oh. in the terror he's great in the terror he is very good though uh, but he hasn't been in a lot of things for the last decade mm. i don't know why like uh because he used to do a lot of work with ken loach and stuff yeah um, i suppose ken loach is not making as many movies yeah. either so suppose you see, like, the thing it's is, not like, such who's... good times for communist filmmakers but, uh, <laughs> but it's if you think of like british cinema as well like who's kind of taken over the mantle yeah. from people like you that's, know and that's what like ken loach has been doing stuff more without actors like uh yeah, I, uh, yeah that's the, true. the one that he did there the, <laughs> my name is the one about the uh oh the old guy with, yeah the he's unemployed the uh, old carpenter or plumber peter or, or something. my name is something or yeah. i can't remember but yeah, besides yeah. the point uh <laughs> going back to what claire mentioned there about uh a particularly good era for queer cinema and uh, films focusing in gay love stories is that in a way because it has become more uh, not only acceptable for that kind of movie but also more the standard the is so high and the makes more so money high. as well yeah. you know cinemas are willing more. to put them on you know yeah. so. is that there's it feels less taboo less brave to make that kind of movie mm-hmm. which is better for society but harder for filmmakers yeah to stand because out it's, then. Uh, because it's way better that there is these stories mm. that are being told but no longer there is like the brokeback mountain syndrome that it is a good movie but it's like really uh brought to the forefront of uh culture because it is a gay love story not because yeah. of the uh, the the actual uh, merits of the film well, I do think this is a good film and it stands on its own, etc. Is that I think without that taboo that I was already like uh, being broken before, yeah. like something like uh, a more flawed film like uh, My Beautiful Laundrette mm. has like a, a immediacy that this film doesn't have anymore, let's say. Not that it has gone completely, I'm not saying that. But I think that at times this film felt, especially because it is quite similar in some ways to Brokeback Mountain as well, yeah. in structure and feeling obviously this Without film... Without the th- sad wives. Yeah, <laughs> and the necessity of having the the world breaking them apart. It doesn't have fucking Randy Quaid saying, I know what you're doing up in that mountain. <laughs> you found out why I had to pass the time. <laughs> and it's a, a much more interesting uh, exploration of masculinity and fathers and sons mm. and backing down. But I was sitting there halfway through the movie in the pub scene. And there was a moment in that pub scene that is like when he goes and has the affair with the guy in the bathroom. Yeah. And I felt something more than just like, oh, this is nice. That I felt like uh, almost uh, the uh, a response, to, uh, a physical response to that moment of 
kind of crawling into each other yeah. myself. And then I was like, why was I not feeling uh, feeling something, not necessarily the same, but something as strong throughout the rest of the film? Yeah. I thought there was like, yes, I like their relationship, how it's blossoming or whatever. But it's, I think especially coming back because I, I just rewatched Call Me By Your Name and Moonlight mm. before you picked the movie. And I think this... Uh, it's very impressive as a first film, don't get me wrong, but it doesn't have the maturity in storytelling that the, those other movies have. I think that yeah. they, they're more uh, transcendental in its themes and the way that made me feel that even though I don't have, let's say I have a lot more in common with the characters in this movie mm. than in uh, Call Me By Your Name and Moonlight. But I had the same reaction as uh, Barry Jenkins had with the screenplay when he read the screenplay of Moonlight, that he went, this is nothing to do with my life, but it is my life. Yeah. So something that... They I, are particularly special. Like yeah. They're, yeah. It's another level of filmmaking. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like... And yeah. the, when you called... Uh, Which Wooden is unfair. Heights, when you said Wooden Heights, yeah. is that this movie weirdly fell to me as a period piece, that I was watching it. Yeah. And going like, not only like, it works in some ways in the sense of... Uh, looking back on it going like that this part of england is kind of in the past and now going forward and it's reference to the college that his friend goes to yeah and and the young people leaving and yeah thematically it works in some ways but in other ways it felt structurally Mm. like older than that as well and if you see like and then that's what i realized that was the the issue that i had with the movie in a way is that like Orla said that it's kind of predictable where it's going but it but is it did, that didn't bother me until the end you yeah know, the... but i mean is that like it didn't bother me terribly but it kept me it is what i feel that it separates this movie from like the the echelons let's say call me by your name or mm. even 45 years that we were mentioning like i do agree with you which that is not romantic right cinema away. has it seems to be uh in a very strong place and that I can't think of the top of my head of a mm. romantic film that is not Moonlight to come you by your name uh, that had yeah. that effect on me. But those two films are so brave in its structure and how they deal with what they're getting at. It is unfair, isn't it? That it's like yeah. there's such, especially like you know, in the same year. Yeah. You know, well, uh, Midnight was 2016, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 But, like, but it know, came to like, Ireland yeah. in the beginning of 2017. Yeah. yeah. In the same year, like yeah. that. This film is so strong, but like just those movies are like. But it, it, yeah. But I think as well as that the characters themselves, even though the relationship is interesting and loving, is that I think the the problem with where they were going is the. Uh, uh, how's the pronunciation? Georg. Georg. Yeah. Uh, he's not as well drawn as mm. as uh, what's his name? Um, Johnny. Johnny. He's not as well drawn as Johnny, but he has almost equal weight in the relationship in the way of the how the film is portrayed. Uh, well, in Coming by Your Name, they they have an equal weight and equal mm. well drawn. And in Moonlight, on purposely, you have the point of view of just one of the characters, mm. but never the main character. That is the the interesting thing. Uh, I think that it was like also that kind of sense of in filmmaking wise that there's never really a point of view character in the scene. Mm. That it's like uh, going with both of them. So I didn't feel that kind of that even in straight romantic stories that you have. Is this the point of view of the woman or the guy? That, Her scene. Yeah, yeah. They, you, they look at somebody. Like, even something that is completely uh, va- vapid, like... Va- vapid is the expression? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like Jerry Maguire, that there's a scene that, like, Tom Cruise is just looking at Renée Wagger mm. and it just hits you, like, the look of love kind of thing. Mm. And because he's the point of view character in that scene, is that you feel the same as the character kind of thing. Mm. So it gives you uh, an easier end to the thing. Not saying that this is not better than Jerry <laughs> Maguire, okay? Obviously. But uh, I was thinking just, like, why... I know that it might seem nitpicking and that might not be completely correct. But it's it's just so hard to please. <laughs> no, it's just that, that there was like a little thing that I couldn't quite get to it. Uh, mm. 
it's almost like that the film cut me a little bit of arm length. You know, when the, it was almost like having a conversation with somebody that you find really interesting and you like, but for some reason you're like, uh, I wouldn't like call them to talk again kind of thing. Yeah, you know? there's something blocking you. Yeah. yeah. And I can't that final connection. Place it. And I really liked everything at the farm. Like I read an interview with the guy, the, the Romanian actor that played Gheorghe, the He spent two weeks working in the farm so he was uh, he would be able yeah, to. Yeah, like, because there's a lot of stuff. Yeah. There's a lot of very practical stuff he has to do. See, and, I, I don't know. I don't like. It's sorry, not that I don't I agree with you for a particular reason i yeah. just find that i just i found i really connected mm. with, yeah. with it like you know and even just the, the scene particularly i thought the sex scenes in this were better than call me by your name or moonlight oh yeah like, like you know? a, yeah. I, I do agree with that it's like a it, different it's yeah. a different kind of they're different scenes they're like different this, scenes and they're yeah. very much like they feel yeah. very integral to yeah. it like you know and even just the scene where johnny looks like he's drowning like yeah. he's like yeah. a drowning man reaching for like Jorge, like you know when yeah. you're seeing it and he's like the kind of he's trying to kiss him and he's almost trying to like get inside his skin or something because he's just so starved of like of tenderness of yeah. like of affection of that kind of thing and just that sort of slow progress even of, fighting against the kiss kind of thing yeah but, uh, you know just kind of like sex slow is a, a mechanical a romantic uh, yeah. act for Johnny yeah. the beginning is more of a it's literally release. just a hump in a fucking the back that of was a, actually one thing I wanted to, to talk about was how interesting it is how quickly that that's brought in that he is gay that and like, yeah, yeah and it's very like he, and he's not ashamed of it he's just no. and like if he was writing a girl in the back of the thing it would have been the exact same thing like yeah. he could yeah. have replaced Jorge with a female it probably wouldn't have made as much sense because of the yeah. like going up the mountain it would have been more obvious or whatever like mm. you know uh, but you could have like the dad would be a little bit more <laughs> yeah yeah um, happier about it the man would have been like oh kind of trying to get them together as opposed yeah, to sort it's of a whole like, other dynamic then yeah it is but at the same time could have been he could have been straight and it could have been a similar sort of a dynamic you know yeah, between them, uh, like, going you know, back to what i mentioned about brokeback mountain of not having like i don't think it's a yeah. film that merits the praise that it gained because it's very much an issue movie kind of mm-hmm. thing that it deals with the the, the relationships like look at how they enjoy their gay love kind of like yeah. how great but it's we are purposefully it's purposefully almost anti-sexual that yeah. movie because like it's it's not a sexy movie on yeah. purpose because they yeah. were like we will never get mainstream audiences yeah. so you have to make this as like p not even about being pg but just making it like almost platonic like yeah. it's yeah. you know that it's uh, like when they're kissing they're just rubbing their faces against one yeah, another kind of thing, it's like, like a 1940s like, kissy it's like yeah uh, like in the humphrey bogart's yeah. uh, school of kissing <laughs> with, but, the, with the heads <laughs> like yeah but yeah like, that this is a very sexual uh film and like uh, a scene that was brought up already that is like when uh, johnny's uh, bathing you know heart is that yeah. that it, it mirrors the shot that him and Jorge are sharing yeah. in yeah. the bath that is like yeah. the two versions of masculinity in uh, yeah. uh, his life and I think it is a very interesting p- picture mm. in in parts uh, like like I said they're more kind of trying to figure out why because it's not that it is a gay movie because I never have that problem with movies it's not just because no, it's I don't know. There's something keeping you from yeah. it. And yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> because, like, literally, I was sitting on the... You see the amount of notes? It's just me going... <gasps> like... Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I love them. Like, oh, it's just... It's the... Like, that's that particular sex scene. Like, whenever he's, like, guiding him. Like, yeah. completely of, like... Just, like, with, like, the hands and the, like, slowly but surely yeah. just guiding him into, like... And just not letting him ha- cop yeah. out of it. No. Not not At letting him point. get away with this. Do you know what I mean? With just yeah. turning this into a fuck, like... And this, know. like, struggle for dominance and, yeah. like, it's, oh, just so, so beautifully, so beautifully... Or yeah. even when he comes back from the father being um, in hospital and he just, he puts the, like, lager on the table and you can see, oh. like, the little flower and stuff and it's just, like, yeah. it's very... And he puts the song. See, this is why I think I don't agree with you at the end mm. because I think like it was kind of so very slow that he trying to trudge towards accepting this, like you know what I mean. And mm. maybe I don't know would Georgie have coming back from that as easily, maybe as that was, like you know. But I think is the my issue with that part, even though it's like a minor issue that wouldn't have caused my feelings mm. for the movie, is that 
if uh, Ian Hart's character is portrayed kind of like middle of the road, that is like we don't want to make him like completely homophobic, that he's gonna yeah. challenge Johnny, and in any way regarding this, and then at the same time he has to earn him his respect. Is that at no point is that he never acknowledges that he knows that Johnny is doing that until. They have the conversation that it's like, would that make you happy kind of thing? Yeah, yeah. it's all and okay think, now. Yeah, yeah. That it, but the, it was never not okay in that sense. Like, mm. it, like the scenes that they share, I know that it is more like what is not said than what, what is said. But the subtext of those scenes anyways is that Johnny is a fuck up, not that Johnny is gay. Yeah. So but I, I think, think even being gay is part of the fuck up. Like, I mean, it's clearly like his granny is clearly... Like if he were, if his granny came home and he was banging a girl and he was this excited about yeah. it, she'd be more excited. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I think the father is freaked out by he's like it's that kind of a thing, and I think it's very realistic in that it's like times have moved on so that I know it's not okay for me to be a ho- totally homophobic, and yet I'm still I'm not okay. comfortable with yeah. it. Yeah. Like you know, I have to force myself to be comfortable with it because I know that that otherwise I'm going to lose Johnny. Like, mm. and we're going to yeah. lose the farm, we're going to lose everything, you know what I mean? And he's kind of... But at the same time, the character that is portrayed is somebody that is not, doesn't hold back in criticism or anything mm. else. And suddenly uh, seems yeah. completely... Like, I wouldn't think, like, on that character would hold back that criticism either. Like, even if it wasn't, like, completely homophobic, uh, like, in the sense of don't have sex with a man, but maybe I'm saying, like, you're having sex instead of working kind of thing if it mm. was the the thing of like i can't be completely homophobic but at the same time i have an issue with it's that kind of passive aggressiveness or the, that, i just don't like him yeah or something does he get a chance to do that though before he that's the thing is the... that it, like mm. it, is that i also thought that that was another moment that the script appeared that there's a movie that doesn't okay. feel scripted and then it's like here's yeah. the script especially yeah. the, i think i mentioned to you before like in another movie that every time one of my pet peeves in movies is when uh, characters are like at no point have their individual scenes in the movie they're they're like surrounded by another actor so when they have an individual scene you're like you know that they're gonna die or something bad is gonna happen because <laughs> they don't have individual scenes like like if johnny is not there or it's not him looking at something directly related to johnny there's no scenes of that until that moment there's no scene of him just like <laughs> like when he's reading the papers because Johnny's gonna show up yeah. and look at him or whatever so it's like Johnny's nowhere near he, he, <laughs> he's gonna buy it <laughs> like but then it's like played for for like drama for me because I, yeah. I know that this oh, is gonna shit, happen oh shit it's a movie <laughs> yeah because it would have like it would have been even harsher like I think that it, and because it is there it's just cut that scene and they get in and the door is locked mm. and the phone is there and it's like why is the door locked? Why is the phone? You just hear, you don't hear anything. Then you just go to him in the hospital bed. It's not even that you, it's like you don't need that scene. Oh, okay. But like uh, for me, that's a, that is a nitpicky that I don't have a, that's um, a, a oh, but just her little have. like waddle over to him. Yeah. She's afraid like she's going to break her leg. She's like, you're all right. You're like, oh, it's a bit. He is so great. Yeah. <laughs> like the passive aggressive ironing oh. that that woman gets to do. Like, and it's such a perfect little character thing as well. Yeah. Like just, you know, and the, like the the change as well of her yeah. like watching Johnny and how like he goes from this little shit like to yeah, just yeah. oh I'll do that you know yeah <laughs> it's like oh no he's, I've I've he's... done that though I I've been the like so <laughs> you you gotta go to bed yeah no we're just gonna sit and watch this movie and not kiss no. and like, <laughs> but when he like boys he's like he's like and then you oh and even when he's like like grumpy sitting inside in the like yeah. and he just comes over yeah and he's just like yeah, they're like teenagers that I bit just very died, like there it is i think i realize what is the why I, the issue is, well, is that there's not like any for any like happy ending in the series movie to work mm. the main character has to be punished to earn it completely yeah and i don't think that he's completely punished enough to earn that ending no. so i think that the earning like 
not be, be especially because like well, even his father having a stroke and then him but, having to go that's and before like, that though it's, it's not... before the happy ending and it's also like in the way the stroke is like he already had a stroke before yeah like it's so gonna... he his mobility like he still couldn't work in the farm or whatever so johnny was already in charge completely in charge of the farm yeah. like the second stroke is more like a wake-up call and it's like we nearly lost him or whatever and he just loses a little bit more mm. of the enough of, for him to appreciate like you know mm. the, yeah the it's kind of like johnny's been doing yeah and also that johnny realizes that it is up to him now to to keep the the family farm together or whatever and also because there's not the exterior kind of i don't know like how would you that? have have ended it then well, like, I would have ended it this way if he had suffered more. Let's say because his, of his fuck-ups, it's harder for him to put the there fire back no, into there place. There are no true consequences yeah. for the fact that he was a fuck-up for, as far as we can make out, yeah. his entire life up until, you know, he shows up. So, I don't know. I, I kind of know what you mean. I, I kind of wanted it to have a really depressing <laughs> yeah but like if it ha- like I'm saying that if it didn't, didn't have the did. if, if like it's kind of like middle of the road that like he gets punished a little and gets a happy ending but I don't think at the same time that he deserved uh, uh unhappy ending maybe a kind of like open ended ending maybe mm. but yeah. uh, for me it's kind of to have this ending he had to suffer a little bit more so like it's not it's one of the few times that it's not the ending itself is the issue for me mm. it's just that like what preceded it it wasn't enough to Earnest. to to yeah. to to earn but, but at the same time it's not so bad like not so off the mark that no, made no, it offensive no, no. It, that what well, it took me to talk about the film that that's yeah. why I like having the podcast that sometimes just like yeah, talking you work out, it out in real time you, you realize yeah. what's, it. what's nice to see though and, and it's the same with um the handmaiden that they ended up together and that neither of them died and then they yeah. ended up mm. together this and neither of them died so it's kind of like it's definite progression from yeah. brokeback mountain you know what i mean and but you can it, really it, tell oh, yeah. that they're like 20 years apart in terms yeah. of even but more like that they end together as so well that it's kind of like yeah, you yeah, see yeah. the the punishment of the character of how he had to close himself off from the world for his entire yeah that's and so then sad this person comes in and like draws him out again mm. so even though like there's this it's a happy ending but it's happy because it was so melancholic beforehand and i think that it's kind of like maybe francis lee is also very young as a director so mm. there is like a uh, like that immediacy but i also don't think that maybe he doesn't have like that distance to that age kind of the it becomes he, kind I don't of think like, he's that young though because he was an actor for years and stuff so I don't he's not he's not like young Andrew Haig okay and, sorry yeah. sorry I might be wrong there no because so, I like, think I'm there is maturity here tree. as well like but um yeah, does like, feel there there are still elements of, of first film I think but um at the same time like whenever he goes back to the farm and he gets the bus and everything and they just they, move the like the thing and then he goes in and you're like oh. and the potato oh. farm <laughs> Jesus Christ. or even like the the kind of the you know him being out of place in a way that he never appreciated before like mm. because they, they're speaking like probably romanian bulgarian yeah. bulgarian is it yeah i i, I had to put closed captions <laughs> <laughs> i didn't do much help because they like they write it as it is spelled yeah oh. so it's like because you're meant note, to be alienated like what the fuck is n-o-w-t <laughs> <laughs> Uh, in fairness i usually very good with english accents like even like really oh, close yeah. off there's english a few accents. there's a few some absolutely fantastic language in this though yeah because yeah. like, he calls him a mardi arse at yeah, one point yeah. and i was like i've never i've only ever heard like mardi bone don't be wet yeah, oh, yeah. Oh. but it's the fact that he just says nout like <laughs> constantly like everything is nout like the other thing that i think that i might have contributed to my <laughs> ricardo's issue. like internal thing of why did i not yeah. like this <laughs> I get it though. Sometimes you just you don't know. And I, like, sometimes you just you just. Yeah. I, I think also is because I'm foreign and I've been dealt the way that Gorge has. Yeah. And if somebody had done what Johnny does to him in the beginning, you were like, there's no going back of like falling yeah, in love kind yeah. of thing. It's the, it's the I think like, it's like a little bit too over the top the racism toward Gorge, and it's like if you thought like the word that he uses as well to yeah. refer to him imagine if that character was black and mm. the n-word was used 
and it came back that they oh it's fine they love each other or whatever mm. even though Johnny is doing it as a defense mechanism yeah yeah it's, still be it's like, not fuck realistic you. for yeah, yeah. Gorge to go back on it I actually and I, I think do that's, kind of agree uh, with like, you that yeah, yeah. Um, I did I, <laughs> a lot of people were like it was kind of a Brexit thing you know but I did yeah. read criticisms of like why does the Romanian like perfect guy have to be the one that comes in and teaches him how to love you know what yeah. I mean like it couldn't um, yeah and the fact that he is so perfect as well you know that like I mean there's some just so many scenes of him like saving lambs (laughs) like oh my god and he's there like rubbing the lamb with the straw and everything and the lamb just pops up and I was like come save my lambs it was on my list all I could hear all I could hear was Anthony Hopkins why were they crying Clarice why were they crying they were screaming Oh my! When I was watching it, my brother he had never heard of like taking the skin off and putting it onto oh, yeah, the layer, yeah, yeah. and he was like, "What the fuck is he doing?" <laughs> yeah, exception. No. Why is he cracking the feet off? <laughs> oh, whenever like um, that's the thing as well. Like watching with Eileen, because like I would not have gotten the whole thing with the cow and how yeah. why the cow dies is because the dad pulls him out and breaks the neck like of the calf, and that's why. You didn't wait for the vets, and I wouldn't have really got that if Eileen wasn't there. So she actually gave a lot of insight there. So thank you, Eileen. Um, although she's not here because we're in temporary, so she may never hear. <laughs> but she um, can listen to this. No, <laughs> she gets enough of them firsthand. <laughs> um, the silent partner. The silence um, of the Eileen. <laughs> Why would they cry? <laughs> Why would they cry? <laughs> oh. Last week it was hilarious there. Orla went, oh, uh, Ricardo, you've been obsessed with mud. I'm worried. And this episode, <laughs> I didn't say mud once until now. It is the muddiest film. Ever. Yeah. Oh, Very my muddy. God. The yeah. sex, the, sorry, yeah. the first sex where you're like, okay, first of all, it's hot. This, then I watched it the second time and I was like, that's just unhygienic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are so grimy. Yeah. It is quite graphic, though, in all senses. Yeah. Like, yeah. and that, it's, you're just I was like, also going, put noodle for a week. I mean, oh they would God. be... Their, oh. The smell of their poos uh, oh. in that. Oh my god. Actually, uh, the curry, though, whenever he gives him the sashay. Oh. He gave him the sashay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, oh that's for Shark. You want to know what's in weekly reference? Here it is, Shark. Oh, I can't cope. Anyways, yes. uh, yeah, no, it actually, it did actually um, surprise me a little as well because I didn't actually know that much about what the yeah. storyline was, other than that it was like, you know pretty gay men in the hills mm. but um it, it did little like even just the fact that that um it's not kind of a a uh, you know discovery of of his, yeah. of his homosexuality thing which i was expecting and i'm glad that it wasn't that it was it was a, oh yeah a it doesn't go more, for the obvious no things, no it doesn't yeah. um and it is a very like uh, it's not it's a different portrayal say than some of the other sort of um even something like Call Me By Your Name, which is sort of a bit more of a kind of coming of age kind of thing. Yeah, um, they've already, they know themselves enough. Like, do you know what I mean? That's, yeah. that's not what's keeping them apart. Yeah, they're that, they're like that even older. Gorgas, like it has happened before the... Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh. How did it not work out before? Who the fuck was that guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And are seen, they blind? Like, <laughs> never seen him. Uh, oh, Jesus. It's it's a deserve Gorgas. Because it was basically, it was, it was so much like Far From the Madden Crowd, which I loved so much. Like, what's the, the idea of, like, how Mr. Oak is so practical in that way? Like, he's just so, he, like, with the lambs well, like, and uh, fixing things. The way that he describes Romania is so fucked up in this movie. Oh, God, it was, like, yeah. a little bit, like, I know a lot of Romanians that yeah. I work with and stuff that, like... It is like a country with its many, many, many issues, but it is. He, he not, goes hard negative. Yeah, yeah, like as in, it sounds like he came out of Berlin in 1945. Yeah. He's like, oh, there's old ladies that just scream in the street because there's no children anymore or something. Mm. Yeah, like, no, My I actually I did think that dead. as well. Like, you know, <laughs> it's it wasn't like, too much for the view of Romania. Like, oh. the script, it, like it suddenly became like Romania's scripty, a like yeah. you know. Yeah. The only thing I uh, I will say is maybe if he come out of a farm, he might have come out of a rural area, and there's parts of Donegal yeah. you could fucking talk say that about. Like. Well, yeah, like. but it's, <laughs> like, uh, it's but it's like, speak for your own county. <laughs> 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 any, any I'll fly over there, the a farm. 
but any country is like that as yeah. well. That, like, he's like saying yeah. as if he knew his entire like. Yeah, as you're talking about fucking Bucharest as well as like. <laughs> yeah, like it's not like fuck it, it's, it, If it was Venezuela nowadays, it's like yeah, fuck yeah, it, like sure. I get you. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. you make a point there. Like, yeah. Or like, oh, Brazil now. That, well said. Like, did you hear what fucking Brazil that like Domino's Pizza is accepting petrol as payment? <laughs> but it's like how much because they have to drive over there, so it's kind of like. But I don't know. But you know, like it's that when it gets to the moment that you have to drive a carload of money to get groceries, like yeah. Somalia, your country is dead. Yeah, yeah. But like yeah. when it's you have no economy. Like when this. it's like, oh, I went to college, but I can't get a job in the field that I studied, so I'm gonna go to Western Work Europe. Work in some office or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like. Oh, there but there are scales. colleges. There are, there yeah, are. exactly. That hand out degrees. That you know, yeah, you like, still have a government. Like yeah, everything yeah. is fine. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's, it's a funny little. Uh, but it is, it's a nice scene as well because it's like when he's finally kind of asking him about himself. And, yeah, like, but, but then it, like, and how do you precisely? There suddenly becomes a script that well, it's like yeah. this movie. Uh, like, Tell me about your it, past. It feels so naturalistic, mm, yeah, yeah. and even the performances. And that's what I like about Ian Hart. That sometimes in movies like this, that everybody is not known face mm. and you think oh there's an actor there an actor well, he could acting, have been like yeah. trying to it's, but like Ian Hart is so mm. in the moment but it's very understated I think that the the director and the writer um they work best when there's just no dialogue yeah. you know what I mean like they, they get the most out in, of them in, like you know yeah. what I mean when there's just when it is mm. and there's very little dialogue really like yeah. you know I remember like Ian Hart time like when he was doing London Freedom with uh Ken Loach mm. that he was the only actor that didn't have a problem with the way that Ken Loach was working that film <laughs> that in that film because it was a war film mm. they shot it chronologically and you just got the pages for that day on that day so you mm. didn't know if your character was going to be alive tomorrow so <laughs> Ken Loach wanted to do that that you, you're not doing like the long play or whatever going like that and it, it, uh, planning where your character is gonna go and mm. planting things that doesn't work for certain people like which is fair enough and i think that your heart has always been good at that and he's been great in this movie as well of like playing the moment and being there with the other actors and stuff mm. and uh well, hey. like i did really enjoy it mm. uh so we should move on to favorite things indeed so uh claire what's your favorite thing in this uh motion picture <laughs> Um, this talky <laughs> <laughs> the movies <laughs> um, yeah uh, can I have two bits to go to the movies <laughs> <laughs> um, can I say Yorkie's jumper is that like you know no well, that's I totally did. fine my first thing watching this movie was I want to go to a charity shop tomorrow to buy <laughs> this to buy that exact jumper but it's yeah. him like smelling it yeah, oh. yeah. Just, well, like I mean, somebody I, smelled my jumper, wouldn't be. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, it, it's sorry, we keep no, interrupting. No, no, no. <laughs> no you do. <laughs> Shut up, for Um Yeah, no, I mean, like, I like the the central pairing definitely, mm. but I mean, yeah, out of just, just, uh, yeah, Georgie just being quite cute a lot of the time. Yeah. And his little looks, he has a lot of little looks, which just I love. even the little like thumb in his mouth, kind of like mm. I know what you want when yeah. he runs on the couch. Yeah. All the biscuits. <laughs> yeah, the sexual tension when they can't actually, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the, this. Uh, I shit this quite so. hard. Yeah. Oh and, my god. Fuck that! I shit this so hard. Oh, <laughs> Christ! Like literally, I was on like the edge of my seat, just yeah, like yeah. <laughs> just get together. Like oh my god. Crouching tiger, hidden biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, no, the, the the central relationship is just yeah. yeah. It, the chemistry that these two people have is is really really powerful, I think. And it is something that you don't always see because sometimes it's like you have actors that just have chemistry with people, yeah. and, you know, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but this is like a level of intensity that is really. I actually, I was at um, and slightly different. I was at the literary potato peel, <laughs> you know, the Guernsey, whatever, yeah, you know, the, whatever. You know what? The big long pole. Yeah. The potato movie. Yeah, yeah, the the potato literary movie, right? <laughs> um, and I was watching it, and it's Michael. What's it? He's in loads of stuff. He's he's in his bland, um, blandly handsome man number one in like mm. several films, and just like the 
whole film was not great anyway mm. but it was completely let down because they had absolutely zero chemistry and Matthew Good was there and had way more chemistry is that where you're... she's with him but he's supposed to be the dud husband or partner or whatever no no he's... he's gay and he's her oh, best okay. friend and everything but you're like you're even shipping that more than oh. like it, 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 I mean, Papa, like that, yeah. that often it's like that sexy kind of lamp thing. thing where he literally could have been replaced by a sexy lamp and it would have made no difference sexy yeah. lamp like, I'm just looking at a sexy lamp over here <laughs> look Ma- at the curves Matthew good though oh my god when Disgraceful. he shows up in the crown actually the other movie that should be included in this conversation yeah the single man yes. oh my god yes yes yeah. oh my god the chemistry of though yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah and like but like also the love is yeah. so like oh Half god like, yeah. that's another oh, one that I, made me like just go like oh my like this love is love that film so much uh yeah my favorite thing i think is the both the oppression of the environment mm. and like how smelly the movie is <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like yeah. It, i was just sitting there like in my house going like this stinks <laughs> <laughs> like as in like not yeah. the movie per se but it was like yeah. I felt the smell. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. felt the shite all yeah. over. And it's a weird and thing. And the cold as well. Because this is a cold movie. The, uh, when people go like, uh, it's weird how the entirety of society is, is has to be fed. People have to be yeah. fed in cities or whatever. And that's so where it comes people from. have to have this like shitty jazz. And people go like, oh, uh, don't you love nature? It's like nature is not... farming yeah yeah, yeah. like nature is like going to a forest and prancing around or whatever doing white people things yeah like uh, (laughs) precisely finding yourself (laughs) yeah but like uh, farming is not nature per se it's like a very it's the fight against nature and it's the hilarious thing as well that i was thinking about how people that live on farms go to cities and goes oh this fucking place stinks yeah. and if you live in a city you go to a farm you go this place stinks so nobody's happy <laughs> everybody's sad everybody's Which just waiting until they die and these farmers can pass their 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 uh, their lives work to the next generation so it proceeds but if you live in a city you just like fade away until the next fucking building complex knocks down your house and builds up an apartment block so like so it's the death of legacy then yeah like it's an interesting kind of and i think that there is nothing but fear desperation and murder and also like i'm a a sucker for processes like people doing stuff yeah like Mm -hmm. my favorite scenes in the movies when they're just building a fence or whatever i love seeing other people building fence i don't like to do that myself what was your favorite thing yeah (laughs) (laughs) down a dungeon and a half there uh probably the probably the central relationship um i do want to give a shout out though to um the cinematography and um Mm. also the editing there's some really beautiful editing in this um but I loved about this is um, as much as I love Weekend, it's not a very cinematic movie. Yeah. Uh, it looks a lot more low budget than this is. Um, oh, I don't know how low budget this was, but um, one million pounds. Really? Yeah. Fuck. Jeez, it looks good. But at the same time, it's the countryside is a lot cheaper to shoot. Than well, like yeah, that. that's and very... there is like there's five actors pretty much max. Yeah, and <laughs> very bit. few locations. And it's one location. You just yeah. rent the the place for yeah. like two hundred pe- beans. Oh, and that's fair. Like half of the like the farm is not exactly in yeah. good shape. It's, no, no, it's not it, like you're renting <laughs> Robert Downey Jr.'s some, mansion or something. <laughs> there's some actual farmer going, thank God. Uh, yeah, <laughs> someone to talk to. <laughs> Somebody's looking after the the sheep as well. Thank God. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and also like the 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 process of it, and like just just like the not sh- it's not shying away from the the yeah. farm as well. Like it's not just a backdrop; it's really ingrained in the characters. No, glorified either. It's not like no, farming no. is amazing. No, 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 definitely not. Um, yeah, so I just I really liked. It. Even like the 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 ruined place where their mm. love blossom is oh, like God, an interesting so... little uh, like destroyed cottage. Yeah. Of, but then it's like what I was saying about history of the area, and mm. the, that even it's like the literally the walls are crumbling of of their uh, lives yeah (laughs) and yeah Uh, what's your least favorite thing claire i'm here searching my mind going i can't think of one specific thing i guess the fact that um yeah georgi as a a romanian immigrant has to be that perfect you know what i mean in order to sort of break down the barriers and maybe he could have been slightly less racist than just an asshole 
You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, rather than having to do that. But uh, or using that as a replacement for the homophobia. Is a yeah, bit like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, even lazy. like the, if he was just lazy as a worker, so like, mm. Gorga, like that he takes like boss syndrome or something yeah, because yeah. of like... Yeah, Jorge, like Jorge has to do all the work or... Yeah, 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 yeah a little bit, Jorge? yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's a very Mexican, so then. I have been avoiding saying his name, um, and that's why. Um, <laughs> I knew I had to come on this, so the last time I watched it, I was like, "You're okay. pay attention. You're okay. pay attention." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did not. I'm an agent. Um, what was your least favorite thing, Ricardo? I think it is as well. The like indefinable. The, uh, the, it is the indefinable, but I think it, like talking about it that it's. I think in between, like, socially wise in the movie is probably that uh, he's not punished enough to for the admin that happens. And also, perhaps that Jorge is a little bit too perfect, so it doesn't seem, like, uh, fair how both mm. characters are dealt with. The one is completely flawed, and mm. uh, the, it feels that everything... All the depth that comes from Jorge comes from the actor rather than the screenplay. Yeah, because he's portraying he a the... lot. That face, like, it's... yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, so no, I'll definitely agree with you on that one. I think if they're in a weaker actor, this would not be yeah. half the movie. It was. On both, I think as well. On both, but particularly mm. in that because you can kind of have somebody who act up to where yeah. Johnny was because it's a very straightforward line. Whereas mm. to add the kind of depth that Alex. Alex. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll leave it at that. Sicariano. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like Sicariano, it's a like a great performance. But like my biggest issue is that like when you are that racist, like in the beginning, like there's no going back usually, mm. and it's kind of and there's not even a moment of like acknowledgement that that was the original relationship either. Yeah. Mm. And I know that there's a lot like even in the end that is like don't you see that I'm trying to say what I need to say for you to say, yeah. but I can't say it. Yeah. But at the same time, at no point he goes, yeah, sorry for being a racist prick to you. Yeah. And, um, they do have a little thing where he calls him a faggot, which is kind of like a little... Yeah, but then um, it's kind of like more, it's after they already... Yeah. Have <laughs> I've never actually so. heard the word faggot said so lovingly. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I suppose your least favorite thing then. Um, I'm taking hold of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I like it though because Ricardo's uh, way off altogether. Um, probably the ending because I'm way off. You're well, you're going off on your tangents. You're not you're not keeping things strict at all. It's um, because I know that Claire has uh, under control. <laughs> I'll defer, taking the day off. To Claire. Um, <laughs> I'm on holidays. Um, uh, probably yeah, probably the ending because it it just. It felt a little like it wasn't entirely earned, but at the same time, I did love it. So, yeah. but I just felt it felt a little. I was felt a little uneasy with it because it just didn't. It, particularly the, the start of the movie is it's so harsh and felt so real, and this felt a little too smooth. So he did cheat on him as well. Like yeah. I wouldn't go back because whenever like yeah. that scene, whenever he he just leaves and he's just gone, I was like, whoa, and I could kind of see it being where he doesn't come back, but that. Johnny's already, you know, with yeah. what's happened with his father and with everything, he's already a changed person. So he's going to work forward. He's going to change the farm, change his life, change everything that, you know, that it could have either been open-ended or that maybe, you know, more time passes or yeah. something. But or that Jorge comes back instead. Mm. But afterwards, yeah. that is not the... Johnny earns him back. Yeah. It's kind of like... But, but the scene where he says, like, don't want me to fuck up and then both their faces is, is very adorable. So. It, no, like, it's a good thing. <laughs> like, it's a good scene. That's why it's like, I don't have an issue with the ending per se. Yeah, I just yeah. don't think that yeah. it got there. Yeah, And also, like, when he jumps over the fence in the potato farm and he has, like, white shoes, I'm like, why, man? Why, man? There's certainly a driveway somewhere <laughs> to go, like... Uh, yeah. Um, so that, that was uh, God's Own Country. Yes, it was indeed. Thank you, Claire. Chosen by Claire. Well done. Yeah, I really, I really liked it. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm wondering what's going to be uh, your next film. Um, uh, I'll keep a Game again. For, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like going to be like a guy, Game Again Part 3. <laughs> Do you want to say I'm married to a man? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> now. <laughs> um, yeah, so Ricardo. Yes. They can find us on Dublin Digital Radio Mixcloud. They can listen to us on Mondays between 11 and 12, I believe, on Dublin Digital Radio. <laughs> yes. uh, uh, you can find us on Facebook, The Recommendation Game. 
You can find us on Twitter at the right game, and you can also send an email to the recommendation game at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, between roads, uh, Sean's band, who they're is on Claire's Instagram husband and, and their host for tonight, uh, they just started out, and uh, you can see that it's a band that will have a long. Uh, fruitful future yes. so also uh, I'm on the Cashel Arts Festival committee so if anybody wants to do something in September and for Culture Night Cashel has it like so you can come and do the same trip as the guys made here or you it's can it's a lovely journey can go out drinking with me because it's my birthday and I always miss Culture Night because I'm drinking on my birthday in Wheelands <laughs> it's my version of culture <laughs> I'm cultural for the other 364 days out of the year I'm allowed to be a bit of a chimp <laughs> Next week's film is my pick. Yeah, Ricardo, what are you picking? Uh, the longest film we've done so far will oh. be Seventh Samurai <laughs> of Akira Kurosawa. Ooh, exciting, exciting. We had a long, long time for this yeah. one. So. Well, it's going to take a long time to. We're going to have to literally schedule that in. Uh, cool, well, I look forward to that. I also look forward to Claire's next episode. Um, so, thank you for joining us. Thank you for hosting us. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I was Orlin Penis. I was Ricardo. Up to tip! <laughs> I'm Claire Fox now, so. Yeah. <laughs> now! <laughs> All the fantastic foxes. Time has changed. Thank you for listening. See you next week. <laughs>